Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. Time for another episode of Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. And knobs and dials is Jacob the Audio Guy. Woohoo! For preaching fun. Uh, did you see the clip of Ricky Gervais and Stephen Colbert? No. No, I missed it. Yeah, I know. I was surprised it wasn't a bigger thing. Um, he had Gervais on and, you know, they, they pre-interview and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm sure he wasn't caught off guard. But I was surprised how they had a discussion about God. Yes, I did see oh. that. Yeah, I was. Very I didn't su- see it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like Colbert took Gervais on right away about atheism, atheism. Mm. and what was fascinating is I just brought this up on. What this is Thursday's episode? Mm-hmm. Yes, I just brought this up on yesterday's episode of Penn Sunday School. The oh, okay. Wednesday episode, because um, Jay Moore ends up cornering Penn about atheism. Mm. And I think I've even brought this up on the this podcast here, and I and I said on that on, on yesterday's episode of Pennsylvania School, if you haven't listened to it, you know we did wraparounds that we never. Why why is being an atheist an indictment on your faith? You know, instantly in conversation, right? You know, like um, I really, you know, I I know Colbert's a Catholic. It doesn't make me like hate him, right? Right, right, and you know. Uh, like I can give indictments against faith. Yeah. Just what I believe or don't believe, though, has nothing to do with you at all. Right. And so what happened was that, you know, Jay Moore's first interaction with Penn was that Jay Moore, you know, found religion and came running up to Penn when he saw him like, hey, I need to talk to you about how I discovered my faith. Right. OK. And my point on Penn's school was like, you don't if you don't see if you see a Buddhist monk, you don't run up and be like, hey, I got to tell you how I found Catholicism. Mm-hmm. You know, right. If you see a rabbi, you don't run up and be like, hey, you know, I became a Buddhist, you know. So, like, when it comes to faith to faith, we have respect. Also, it sounds like you're just an asshole because, I mean, you're just, you're just telling everybody something dif- something different. Right. Well, that's what happens with atheists, right? So, yeah. immediately you say I'm an atheist, people go, like, well, where do you think the universe came from? Or why do you think your ears are shaped that way? Or why, you know, like, they immediately take this indictment approach. And I was very surprised because Colbert's a very intelligent guy. I've never nice had guy. anybody yeah. ask me about my ears like Why that. do you think your ears you are hear- shaped that way? No, it's a big argument. Oh, the, there's there's the atheist doctor who, who who became convinced there was a God, and he writes this beautiful story about it. Just from the, ears the shape off. of his son's ear. Sure. And it's this big thing about finding faith. Sure. Um, uh, that's that's about justifying having children in this godforsaken world. I've never <laughs> had the ear argument come up before. Easy, I have children in this godforsaken. I know you do. World. So uh, does my brother. I know, but the thing is, I always laugh at it because I hear this argument too about mm. children with parents, and I always laugh. Like if if a, if, a, if a nuclear bomb went off in the distance right now, would you be like, "Why did my parents have me knowing this was possible?" <laughs> right before you became a shadow. No, no. No. So it's just—it's not about you. Don't, I, you don't I yell play. those exact words before every, right before every bad thing that happens to me. <laughs> you, you, you hit your thumb with a hammer. Why did my parents have me knowing this could happen? Did they not plan? In a world with hammers, why have children? Why indeed? Uh, so Ricky Gervais. It, it was seemed aggressive, but Ricky Gervais, of course, was prepared because it's a in a talk show. So right. he, mm-hmm. he had some great answers that I just enjoyed. I yeah. thought that was very nice. And one was that he just said, hey, "Look, there are three thousand religions. You have one, so you believe in one God out of three thousand. Mm-hmm. I just believe in one less God than you." Yep. 
which I'd love that. That's a good answer. Heard that tweet many times. Love, love that. He's great on the tweeting, man. Yeah, he is, and uh, and especially because it's got to be strange for him because there's a lot more atheism and there's a lot more kind of a separation of church and and state in In the UK. In the UK, yeah. So it's a which has always been very odd to me, considering that that you know state religion. Right. There's a state religion. Right. Well, and somehow they still keep it more it separate. Faster, right? I mean, if we had a state religion, it would be, it would be like, certainly be the same. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, maybe. Maybe might, so. We maybe that's what we need. There yet. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Hang we need on, a state guys. Religion. If you look at, like, you know, uh, no, I was going to go on a tangent. I can't. I'm not. I was about to stick my foot in my mouth. But, uh, okay. So well, when you look at not what they did, what their state religion was basically founded in order for a king to murder and adulterize. Right. Then you kind of go, there's probably something fishy here. Yeah. But what was what's fun about our nu- numerous appearances now of Piff on Penn Sunday School is like understanding uh, is that we're, we're so used to being like, but how can that be? It's because we're such a young country. Right. right. And so they're just like, there are so many things that just go back for centuries and centuries that we the just can't that, the, possibly give a the, shit about it. Yeah, yeah. And like, that's really just like there. Yeah. That's part of being British, I guess, is what yeah. I'm understanding. It's like, it's just like, uh, yeah, yep. All of it. So much of it. This is... I, I know. It's worrying. Know. It's, it's worrying. all there. And I was born, I just want to be a fucking magician. I don't know. Right. You know. Want to wear yeah. dragon pajamas. <laughs> this was something that I saw that really upset me uh, about this kind of thing. Like, like they were talking about how, you know, Russia's got it rough with Putin. No two ways about it. It's, it's you know, he's hard fist. It's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. But... I hear bad things. The guy said, you know, the guy was talking about is this, uh, this article was like, you know, it's not so much about that 1984 Orwellian big brother. Look out everywhere you go. Here it comes. It's not so much that. Yeah. It's this creeping, unending cynicism that permeates all of life. Right. <laughs> you lose faith in one establishment. Yeah. You lose faith in all of them. It's right, a, it's, right, a tr- right. it's it's like he said it, one of his best examples they're in traffic wall to wall ambulance whoop whoop yeah nobody moves for the ambulance oh traffic does not move for the ambulance right because they're like well we know that sometimes people rich people pay the ambulance to do that to be used as a super fast taxi oh and so nobody moves for the ambulance where is this russia Oh, journalist is in Russia in dead stop traffic ambulance. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Nobody moves. He's like, why? And he's like, well, the rich folks use them as a taxi. That's great. This thing is like, whoa, right. You, right. The, the- so that's the thing. It's like, it just starts to become this thing. Like we're feeling it because we're like fairly young and fairly optimistic country. But how long until that optimism just gets completely <laughs> beaten down? Yeah. Uh, the other Gervais thing uh, answer that he had, which was great, was he was like, look, if you took religious texts and threw them away for a thousand years and people aren't going to discover that religion again, if you just, you know, a thousand years later, they're not going to if you destroy the religious text, they're not going to they're not going to rediscover that. If you took all the science and destroyed it a thousand years later, people would rediscover all those facts, mm-hmm. you know, and Colbert was like, oh. And he actually is like that. that that's a good, that's a good argument. I like that. And yeah. Colbert actually gave him full credit on that, which mm-hmm. I thought was really nice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, because I was like, you are at least a smart person about that. Because yes. um, he tried to equate faith and science as faith, which was really annoying. Yeah, no. To me, 
no, no. Um, but I just I thought that was really, really. Um, that's great that we're having discussion. That's the thing, and that's a uh, Colbert. At least we can still have discussion. And it was very civilized between them, and then mm-hmm. they they it didn't get ugly, and it didn't you know whatever. And Colbert yeah. just insists on doing deeper conversations on his talk show, which I love, which is great. I think it's going to bite him in the ass, <laughs> but I do like that. That that's I don't know if people are going to watch his deal, but I like it. Yeah. He does try to do much better interviews than, than the average. He has a much higher bar for, for depth of interview than the average person. His his monologues have been yeah, he's spot really, on. Yeah, he's really stepping it up. And he's really... And also, like, I felt like he was a little bit of, like, a CBS apologist a little bit when he opened the show. Mm. Oh, yeah? Like, knowing that more more of your right-wing leaning people watch CBS versus okay. the other networks kind of thing. Okay, fair. And I felt like he was holding back a little bit. He's, he's a, absolutely a lefty liberal. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and his stuff is improving because he's letting his real opinions come out. Mm-hmm. And he is torching the, the Trump administration right. and getting a lot of attention for it. Comedically, so deservedly so. And he's bringing back some bits, sneaky, sneakily, which we knew this would happen. He's bringing back it's some bits from the Colbert, Colbert Report. report. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's spending the first half hours of the Colbert Report, mm-hmm. which is what he should be doing. Yeah. Seth Meyers, is, by the way, is also just doing Weekend Update as his opening yeah. half hour. <laughs> and he's open about it. He said an interview was great. He goes, you know, uh, what drives me crazy, Lauren Michaels, after the first like after the first like month of shows, he goes, it takes 18 months. And he's like, and that's such a typical Lauren Michaels thing, just blurt out something like that. And we were so mad because we finally started getting a lot of penetration, and all of a sudden we had like a crush, we crush it, uh, crush it for like a week, and we had a lot of like um, social media reposts and stuff like that. I looked at the calendar; it was almost eighteen months of the day that we started. Yeah, and uh, and then he joked that he goes, you know, um, and I'm glad we had that experimental phase because you know sometimes you think you're good at maybe two things or more things, and it turns out sometimes you're maybe only good at one thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm meant to sit behind a desk mm-hmm. and read political jokes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Seth Meyers. Is also just being really honest about who Down he is Acorn. and, is, and right. is doing it great. Yeah, and both well, that's shows a huge are a lot thing more to watchable. Find your right own now. voice comedically. Yeah. yeah, both shows are much more watchable right now. And great awesome. right now. How many people out there must be driven absolutely crazy by the amount of times that Lauren Michaels is right about stuff? Oh, that list is that a is a long, long fucking list. list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Just like, oh yeah, Lauren Michaels was right about this. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was right about this. And oh yeah, he, he was right about this. And they're just kind of floating around. Thirty Rock look. Checking in Seth Meyers, checking in on Jimmy Fallon, checking yeah. in on Senate Live, and just being right about these shows is right. crazy. <laughs> it's really crazy. Mm-hmm. So I I, uh, I listened to an interview one time with Paul Schaefer, and mm-hmm. uh, he was because he used to be the MD on uh, Saturday Night Live, and was the original MD for the Blues Brothers, right? But did not appear in the first Blues Brothers movie because he was working on a movie with Gilda Radner uh-huh. at the time. And he had already signed on to do this movie with Gilda Radner. And he was talking about how uh, Lauren Michaels said to him, uh, you need to not do this movie with Gilda and you need to do this Blues Brothers movie because this is going to be a thing. And he said, no, 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 no. You know, I've signed on. I've told Gilda, Gilda, Gilda that I would do this. Yeah. And um, you know, so it, it wouldn't be right. And he said, no, no, no. She will understand if you don't do that movie to do this thing over here. She will be fine. She will understand. And he's like, "Yep." Years later, he was right. Yeah, he was only right. Yeah, Everything yeah. he told me, he was just he was just right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got to be annoying. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we should also talk a little bit about uh, Paul's rest, right? We got a little bit yes. of uh, Paul's yes. rest. A little break. Paul, a mini vacation. <laughs> Paul took a few days off of Fifty Shades. Took some time. Um. We we had a, we had a, a perfect storm of, of bad situations happening at, at our showroom the other day. Okay, mm-hmm. and so 
Uh, what happened was I got two shows out of the deal, so it was good. I got to play Christian Grey two nights in a row. Mm-hmm. Haven't fun. done that in a while. Haven't done that in a while. Uh, uh, it is fun to go in t- and do something that just to change things up every now and then. That's the thing. I don't want Paul's job. Right. I do love playing once in a while. Every so often. Mm-hmm. Once every few months. Once in, a, once in a blue moon. Yep. I go like, oh, I can do this. Yeah. And then, and uh, you know. Ooh, both, a unitard. Both nights were dead. At yeah. the beginning, mm-hmm. and uh, and and you get you you get to be the guy that can turn it around. Yep, which is so fun. Yep. So uh, and both nights I successfully that's great did that, which is a blast. It's good. a really good feeling. It is a fun time um, to rev it up. And uh, the Christian Grey character is very over the top, mm-hmm. so there's no holding back. Yeah. You just you you there's not there's not an inappropriate amount of energy you can bring to that guy. And mm-hmm. so when you're only playing it once in a blue moon, go it's nuts. Uh, doing six nights a week, just 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 knowing everything I eat or drink or do, or if I shout at my kids, worrying about your voice. Oh, I don't want to do that six days a week. Oh yeah, no, thank you. There's a lot, but uh, the reason why I had those two days <laughs> is uh, because so so uh, we had a super Super Bowl week. Yep. So n- not the most theatrically inclined folks in the uh, the old Las Vegas area. So sure. all, all week we were kind of getting a little bit of uh, wrestling, a little bit of uh, people being a little bit more more drunk. A little more talking, and this particular night. Do you mean rustling? What did I say? Wrestling. They were wrestle. They physically. They physically wrestled. You had wrestling at the show. We did have some. They have a little more wrestling. We actually almost did have wrestling. Um, So (laughs) what happened was um, this night in particular started off with like a a a, a rowdy crowd. Okay. Mm -hmm. And as the show started, there was actually multiple pockets of of people kind of chiming in or shouting things out sometimes it's hard uh, in the back of the house to really get it. You kind of interpret more tone than you can hear actual things. Oh, right. right? Yeah. Um, some of it was enthusiastic, right? The hardest thing to deal with is that if there's enthusiastic readers of the book in the audience that love mm-hmm. participating. Yeah. Oh, Because yeah. they're just cheering for it. They're yeah. loving every second of it and they're appreciating all the little details. And it is a fine line. And it is a fine line because they just participate a lot sometimes. Right. And they're just to the point where they're just putting they themselves overly in the participate. Show. Right. Um, this was not the case what happened this night. Okay. Uh, the third pocket of activity was a very drunk man sitting in the front row. With I his apologize. Uh, this guy was really fired up. Yeah. And started to kind of be insulting. Now, here's the thing. I could hear him saying stuff, but I can't hear the words because he's, he's two feet from the actors on the stage. Okay. I can just hear that he's participating a lot. Yeah. And then... Uh, through the songs he's participating and during the like after the song he's participating and I'm hearing more and more barking and it just doesn't sound good he does not sound like a book club enthusiast okay mm-hmm. problem is I'm looking around for my house manager and I cannot locate him good and I'm texting him and he hasn't responded good and the reason why is because two 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 um two uh, foreign people tried to come into the show didn't know where the box office was is downstairs didn't speak a lot of English so he had to physically just walk them Oh, okay. Down to the box office to get tickets in their hand to walk them back over to the stage. And while he was handling that, this started going. So he is not being negligent. No. No, He's he's doing his job. He's doing his job. He's just out of pocket. Mm -hmm. In this this particular situation, pull them away, a normal distance away from what was happening. Gotcha. He's the guy uh, that can call security. I have have reached out to thank him personally on other occasions when he has stepped up and really helped monitor and take care yeah. of the room as best so he, he can. He handles He's the guy, like, business. Definitely. Oh, yeah. like if someone tapes a segment of the show, mm-hmm. I just point at that person. He walks right up. He gets in the book out the camera, delete it. And he knows on iPhones to even look in the deleted folder right. and re-delete it. Like he just goes up and does it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's very quiet about it. 
Okay. And so like he's very discreet about it. And so it doesn't he doesn't make a production out of it, which makes people kind of not fight back. Yeah. Right. Um He just walks up and says, Hey, uh yeah, you're recording. I need to get your phone. Turns out this guy was being very insulting. Okay. And the cast all across the board was not having it. Gotcha. So I'm trying to spot this guy right before Paul's entrance is about 15 minutes into the show. Um, it turns out I was looking at like one table wrong. Okay. But I was, I was hawking. Like it was getting to the point where it was like house manager or not. I got to I got to get, got to do guy. something. Yeah. Uh, lights come up and, uh, Paul got heckled right away. Uh, Paul, uh, just said, where are you? Shut the fuck up. And just did not, uh, do his first line <laughs> of the show. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> he said, "You got to shut the fuck up." Who stood? Who stood up first? Did he stand up first, or did you stand first? He never stood up to me. Okay, yeah. So uh, Paul, at one point, uh, left the stage to walk towards the gentleman. And oh, was actually, on the ground. I was on that. The moment it, I did, the moment I came up, I was like, I was, I jumped off the stage. Yeah, and went and found him. Whoa! <laughs> Which point? Now I have no choice. Yeah, yeah. Now, now you got to go. I still don't know where the house manager is. Yeah, yeah. But now you're running. I'm running up to yeah, the yeah. stage. I gotta get up there. Paul this gets, is this is not walking. Paul gets up on stage. I stand in between the guy. He is very drunk, and he is jacked. He is fired up. Yeah. So he uh, he doesn't take. Like I'm standing around him and two ushers are with me and we're we're ready to walk him out. He sure. he doesn't want to go. He's to, he's kind of mm-hmm. fussing to stay. Yeah, no chance. I mean, just <laughs> you're not staying. No, no chance. We will stop the show, but you're not going to see the rest of the show. Uh, I'm walking him out with the ushers and then he grabs the uh, velvet rope holder and chucks it across the bar. Oh, checking the bar again. I have no house manager. No security. And you can't call security. And I, I don't, I just don't have that ability on my phone. You know, like, to, yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's not that you're not allowed to call security. No, no, no I, just, yeah, you, I just, you were not able to. Yeah. Yeah. I just wasn't able to right in yeah. the moment there. And, and, uh, and then, um, because one of the things Paul said was like, I'll refund you, get out of here. I'll refund you out of my pocket. Just get the fuck out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all he wanted was his money when he came out. He wouldn't just leave out of embarrassment. Right. Which is what our, what our, what our usual process is. We don't, when we quietly remove people from the thing, we don't say a word about money. We just let them walk. Yeah. And by the time they're just kind of embarrassed and they just go. Right. Uh, or security just walks them out. Which is on right. me. I didn't uh, follow protocol as it were, but at the same time, <laughs> it was one of the few things I had in my pocket to just be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I mean, yeah. In, in most cases, though, if you are removed from an event... Yeah, you have no expectation of a refund. I know this guy's just being a drunk, belligerent person. Yeah, yeah. I was so surprised he didn't walk. Like I just wanted him to walk away, and he was yes. not being a bastard. And then the ushers go to find our house manager and go to find our producer. Right. So then I'm in the hallway, just him, me, and his girlfriend. Oh, and he's still angry. Who I'm sure was lovely. And I was like, my bartending for eight years, I just was, you know, full. Like I was just, I really thought he was going to swing it. He just threw something across the bar and hit the wall. So I yeah. was like, I thought this guy does not attack me. I don't want to get punched in the face. But I was just like, everything we're doing about this guy is wrong. We're just handling this guy totally yeah. wrong. Oh. And I'm like, I just don't, like, this is just like, you're just an asshole. Yeah. Just go. He even said like, see, hun, this is why I don't like Vegas. <laughs> I was like, where, where are you from? Yowdy shouty town? Like, where <laughs> are you from? from Kentucky, apparently. Where are you he from? He was from Kentucky. That you can just I like got the yell, fuck out of that state for a reason. <laughs> you can just yell, shout, mm-hmm. and throw things, and that's, and that's zero cool. Percussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then get your money back. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's on Vegas, dude. So first, our producer comes out and she's talking to him. Now she's she's an older lady, so that really disarms him a little bit. Yeah. So then he he just compulsively lies. He swings his defense in the other way. He starts talking about how he was enjoying the show. He doesn't know why this happened. He loves the movie. Oh yeah. He started talking about complimenting the actors. It was really weird. Yeah. And our producer's just you know she's like, is this guy okay? Should we let him back in? And I was like, no. Yeah. Yeah. She's not in the room. And I was like, where the fuck is our house manager? He's an expert at handling this. You and I are not. Yeah. And he's lying to you and you're believing him. Right. Which is just so frustrating. Because you don't really have a reason not to. Because yeah. you weren't around for yeah. you weren't around for everything else. Yeah. So then he's just like, and finally I'm like, but, see, that was it. She she's usually right there too, and she was gone for right. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. Like everybody was gone. Everybody was gone. And and I was looking, I he would have been gone already if I had had access mm-hmm. to house manager, just couldn't get him. And so right. then I was just trying to by time just trying to figure out a way to go mm-hmm. it should be noted by the way that when he got up to leave the entire audience applauded right because nobody likes this guy nobody wanted this guy there and he was that loud and that obnoxious that the entire audience applauded his exit yeah so like everybody's got Paul's back they just don't know that I have no backup right <laughs> the audience is fine with him leaving they don't they don't know that they might be fine with me getting punched in the face they don't know <laughs> to be fair they're fine with that too <laughs> I spoke to them they were fine with that <laughs> damn it <laughs> Why does it, this is my money maker sometimes? <laughs> this is occasionally my money maker, right? Uh, so finally, our house manager gets there, but and then he's pissed because then now everyone's back to the refund thing, and our house manager would be like, "No fucking refund! This guy's not get money." Yeah, and he was just pissed that he was taking care of these these, these foreigners and and not there. Right. But right. He's like an expert at, it and he was very much like, "Wait, what? We're yeah. giving that guy money? I Fuck know. that!" I know. Yeah. Um, so it was it was it was an ordeal. He's, he's, he's mad at the principal. Yeah. Yeah. Paul discovered at this point that maybe he should take a day off. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, Needs that a bit of a rest. Big, that was our big takeaway. Was yeah. Maybe maybe we should have a mental health day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, how are you feeling after your rest? Better. <laughs> Good. Better. Are, you, are you, still, you still hating that guy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy was awful. He was he awful. Was. That really is... It, dealing with hecklers is... I believe one of the biggest luxuries that Absinthe has yes. that people do not discuss, but the fact that we have characters on stage that can directly talk to hecklers mm-hmm. yep. and direct, just directly deal with the audience yep. and be assholes to them and shut them down brutally yeah. is such a, it, it's such a luxury. Even at the bucket show, like we can, yeah. we, we start and stop. We're not doing a theatrical piece. Yeah. So we're allowed to just be like, this is happening. You know, you want attention, you got it. Right. Especially our show. You're like, yeah. if you really want to rob these 20 people of a chance to just laugh at bullshit, yeah. fine. Fine. You know? Now now these 20 people are going to laugh at you. <laughs> do you, you, know? do you like being laughed at? Yeah. Because now people are laughing at you. That's the thing. I love handling hecklers and stuff. I just It's just, it's just different when uh, you know people are paying a bigger ticket price to come see our show. And yeah. our show has a fourth wall and an arc and props and scenery and just as, you know, it's just tough. And we yeah. picked it up and it was a good show. Oh, that was the other thing. The audience was then on Paul's side. They were just on it, yeah. Everyone's side from the, actually from from his time on. I mean, they were roaring at laughter. Oh, great! Paul turned it around and had a fantastic show. Good. Uh, and uh, everybody's very complimentary at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. So it really was. It really was early enough that it really became a footnote of people's oh, experience and not the dominant part of people's experience. Yes, yeah. good. Which was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I felt for a minute because I w- I did go pretty much full Paul. <laughs> And I felt for a minute there, once we started back again, I was like, these people are laughing out of fear. (laughs) (laughs) 
But like, I was okay with like, that. They're like, at this I hope point. I'm not next. Yeah, I, I was I'm okay. I was, I was like, oh, this is a good show. Imagine this is You're good. wonderful. You're so good. Yay. <laughs> Two Don't more lines yell at in. me. Two more lines in. Yeah, like, hey, where's the guy who didn't laugh at that joke? Yeah, Where are you? Exactly. Fuck exactly. you. Who, who, Get out. Who thought they didn't have to laugh? I'll refund you. Get out. Who thought they didn't have to laugh? Get the fuck out. Get out of my house. Get out of my house. Who laughed right there? That wasn't a joke. That's part of the show. Get oh, out. Get Fuck out. you. Get, get out. out. No, but it, but Paul, it really... Paul slowly just played like guess who with the yeah. audience. And he just eliminated yeah. person after person. It didn't, just thankfully, torched them. turn into anything like that. It was really good. We all we all had a really good who show. Who in the house is wearing glasses? Get out. out. Get the fuck out. Out. Get out. Who here has blonde hair? Get out. the out. fuck out of here. Out. There are fucking rules, guys. There's fucking rules. <laughs> you, Baldy with contacts. What? Out. Out. Oh. I think the person who appreciates this show the most is Sally. Am I right? <laughs> Thank you, Sally. <laughs> Let's get it down to one person. Just get t- get now this I can manage. <laughs> you are but who I want watch, to entertain. But watch what you do. <laughs> watch yourself. Keep it in line. Be nice, Sally. Be nice. You, go, you, go, you sit towards the back. Go ahead. <laughs> it's probably better that you do. Oh, uh, didn't move fast enough. Yeah, I mean, but it, it'd been, uh, you know, I had one day off in December to do another job. Right. I hadn't had more than two days off in a row. Nope. Since I had the flu in October. Right. Yeah. It's time. It was time. It was time. <laughs> it needed a day. It was time. Yeah. Uh, what did you do? What did you do with your days off? I tried to put as much music onto my iTunes as I could. This is a project that I've been trying to get at. I have hundreds of CDs that I'm trying to put onto my iTunes and I made a dent. That was my number one. Okay. Because music helps me and I haven't had a selection of my music on my iPod for a while because of not being able to trade over. Oh, right. You know, because iTunes is so fucking weird. I've got to deal with mine because mine... A lot of my playlists have emptied somehow. Like they, they still show up on my phone yes, as, a, as a playlist. But there's no. But I click on that, and there's no, and it's just an empty list. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I've got to go through and figure out what the what the hell's going on. Right. With like that. some of those that weren't downloaded, or they 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 go back into the cloud after something, a certain time, yeah. something like that. I don't know. Yeah. So I try and keep as much physical media around as I can. But I have a, a question for you about editing. your days off. Uh, yes. Uh, in those days off. Did you happen to eat any vegetables? <laughs> because, because I have this thing over here. You'll be happy to know. I had broccoli on Saturday. Broccoli on Saturday. Okay. And I actually had a tomato. If it counts, a tomato on a hamburger yesterday. Uh, tomatoes are fruit. Yeah, that's what I kind of thought. So, but I had broccoli on Saturday. Saturday. All right. Broccoli as is? Just a piece of broccoli. No, uh, <laughs> Just one piece of broccoli? No cheese? Big, big piece of broccoli. A stalk. A tree of yeah. broccoli. A tree <laughs> of broccoli. Just the stalk. No cheese? No cheese. All right. Piece of broccoli. Great. It we was, are updating the, uh, the, the market board here. broccoli flavor. <laughs> days without consuming a vegetable. We're down to three. All right. Three days. All right. All right, Paul. Big, big hands. Baby Woo! steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. I'll take a broccoli stalk. Yeah. yeah. So it was okay. I mean, Boy, do I dislike broccoli. It was good to just have some time to collect my thoughts a little bit. And You're not supposed to like broccoli. Chill. It's just a colon brush. You're just eating a colon brush. I just, I just hate broccoli. I just get it out of the way. Broccoli and Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Can't do them. I will tell you what I did. Uh, this is a Joe Swam number. Okay. Yes. You take broccoli and pineapple. Okay. And you can even grill the pineapple if you're feeling fancy. 
you take broccoli and pineapple and you actually take a little hot sauce and some spices and throw it all together. That sounds okay. It's actually like a really good... Hmm. Almost sounds like a pineapple pizza. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't think of it that way because it's definitely not as good as a pineapple pizza. Well, what happens is like the pineapple really just takes away all the broccoli elements yeah. of it. Pineapple's a very sweet fruit. Right. Uh, and then you do the spices and the hot sauce and basically like it just it satiates like every I'd taste. Be willing, I'd be willing to try. I've done it. I've done it. Like it, what happens is you fill up fast. Yeah. It's a really good like it just all of a sudden you're eating it and you're just kind of getting through it. Yeah. And after like oh. six bites, you're just like, boom, yeah. I'm full. So that's what I like about it. Because nice. I don't even like broccoli in, in a soup, you know, with, right. with other stuff. I just, I really dislike the taste of broccoli. Yeah. It may be, it may be my most hated food. Do you like asparagus? I like asparagus fine. Yeah. A good girl asparagus oh, is yeah. nice. I, I like raw asparagus. Yeah. I'll, I'll eat asparagus in a, in a raw salad, whatever. I, I like asparagus just fine. Yeah. And I don't like Brussels sprouts, but I don't detest Brussels sprouts to the degree that I do broccoli. Right. If somebody puts... Interesting. If, funny, if, if I go to someone's home and they prepare dinner and there are Brussels sprouts on the menu, I can eat a couple of Brussels sprouts to be polite. Brussels sprouts have grown on me. I used to hate them. Uh, you should get that checked. That uh, is a fungus. No, I'm pretty sure it's just on my penis. Oh, um, oh yeah, that's fine. Then. Brussels, I got a Brussels sprouty penis. Yeah. I got a Brussels sprouty penis. Or so, um, Freedom Sprouts, as they were known in the 40s. Right. <laughs> the, the 1840s. 1840s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> no, if you cut them in half, if you, if you, if you steam them and do them, do them up, and then you cut them yeah. in half and put them and bake them, so that, and they get uh, like a crispy side on the inside, yeah. and a little vinegar, vinegar or vinaigrette on I it. I bet I would like that a lot more. It's really good. Because a lot of what I don't like about Brussels sprouts is the texture. The yeah, texture yeah, yeah. and the smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you bake them out. That that takes that takes a lot of that. Away. Yeah, and a little vinegar on there. Um. All right, that's enough vegetable talk, guys. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Uh. So we getting a little uh, scoop mail. Might as well. Message for you, sir. From the Stone Cold Creamer. Hey guys, I have what I am pretty sure is an Italian air show. I go to Illinois for Kore- for Korean groceries and hanging with a friend. Uh, that is a interesting thing to put in front of hanging with a friend. Whoa! I go I go to Illinois. I hang out with a friend. Nope. I go to Illinois to go to a Korean grocery store. Also, I hang out with a friend. Uh, we get to the grocery. Like, are you close or like like a journey? <laughs> is it like a is it like a, a day trip? Like uh like oh shit. When was the last time I went to Korean groceries? Like other people talk about like flying to Maui. Yeah. I gotta get me some Korean groceries. I'm really... Paul's mental health day. He should have taken a little quick trip to the Korean grocery store in Illinois. Yeah. That would have been fun. This person <laughs> lives in Oregon. All right. Uh, we get to the grocery, and they have a, a ton of kimbap, which is uh, Korean sushi, uh, bean sprouts, and the spicy squid that I love. Uh, yeah. Uh, we get to the game store... To the game store? And hang out for a few hours selling cards and chatting. Uh, we head out when we finished and can't find the car in the parking lot. It vanished. We think it had been stolen or towed. Uh, stolen seems unlikely since we had the keys, so we assume towed. We called the police to confirm. They said that it had been repossessed. Whoa! Oh, this is no. where the story takes a turn for the worse. I guess. Uh, I don't think that it'll be that bad. Uh, he just makes the payment and we get the truck back. Oh, I don't think that's the way it works. That is not the way it works. I don't think that's the way it works at all. Yeah. No. Uh, so we get the number for the towing company and we call them. It goes to voicemail. We check their website and they closed at 5 p.m. today. It was 6 p.m. when we left the store and they aren't open until Monday. 
I am say, probably out $75 in groceries, and uh, hopefully they don't spoil as it's wicked cold this weekend. Car oh. Co- oh, towing is the fucking worst. Yes. It's, it's the worst. Oh, it's the most frustrating experience. And everyone who works, like, they're just used to ev- being everyone being at, like, peak asshole. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing mm-hmm. you can say or do to make anything go better, move faster. They're, they work for a living dealing with people at their most irate and inconvenience. Right. Oh. Uh, and, and he's out of he, so I, I'm out my, my groceries I'm out my, my $75 worth of groceries I'm hoping that they may not spoil because it's cold I'm also out my bag and he's out of his truck until Monday so that's where it takes a turn for the worse oh, even worse uh, I am livid and the friend seems to be taking it well but I assume that he's also pretty pissed off about the whole ordeal I have never had a vehicle towed I can't imagine that I would be less than furious. It is an awful experience. I def- I've had it both where I knew I was towed, and I've had it where I thought my car was stolen, and it turns out it was towed. Yeah. Uh, both happened parking in New York. Okay. Which is a nightmare. Yeah. Because they tow thousands of cars a night. Sure. So you have to go to these crazy locations in the recesses oh. of New York City where there are lines... And it takes hours and hours just to talk someone to figure out where you're like, oh, it's off, off, off. It costs you hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Why did your car get towed? Uh, Misinterpreting parking signs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just just put my car somewhere and then not reading the signs and then boom. Yeah. Uh, I have been, uh, I I have had full out yelling arguments with people. Uh, My truck got booted one time. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was entirely my fault. This was not a yelling time because it was entirely my fault. Uh, They had... uh, the parking lot, they had erased some of the parking lines, ah. but they hadn't fully erased them. Ah. And I had just gotten there. I was tired. I had gotten there very early, and I had parked between what I thought were two lines. And as soon as I walked out and saw my truck had a boot on it, I looked down and saw, oh, that's not a parking spot at all. Ah. That's just, I was just wrong. And so by the time I, and the, the guy was nice, and he understood, and got there, and I paid the fine, and he took the boot off. Uh, another time, though, you know, I don't know if they do this in other cities. I've not seen this anywhere but Vegas. Do they do it in other places where they put the sticker on the window for a parking violation? Oh, uh, I've only encountered that in Vegas also. Yeah. So in Vegas, there are places, HOAs, um, businesses and whatnot, where if you park the way they don't like, they don't put something under your windshield wiper like a normal sane person would do. They have these stickers that are the size... Super adhesive. Yeah. It's the size of a large note card. Yeah. And they, it, it's it, like Paul said, it is a super adhesive, and they stick it on the driver's side window, and it's a, a neon color usually. Yeah. And so I went to this place. Uh, it was downtown. Uh, went parked in the parking lot that was labeled for the establishment that I was going into. Uh, come out, and I see it. You know, as soon as I walk out and start walking towards my vehicle, big fucking neon sticker on there, and I lost my shit. I was. Furious because these things you have to like take a razor blade, peel the adhesive you off there. Goo gone, yeah, and a bunch yeah. of shit, and it's just it's it's horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I let I let the guy have it, and I was like, I'm I'm parked where I'm supposed to be. This isn't my fault at all. There's a sign here. He says, No, 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 I saw you walk into another place. I said yes, I walked into your establishment. I got a phone call from someone who was across the street, so I left your establishment, walked across the street, and then I came back into your establishment again. I just and I had just spent like three hundred bucks. Oh. We were there for Whoa. we were there for a party, and so, and I had like like I I was one of the people throwing this party, and so I had like treated a bunch of people to yeah. some to some drinks and some food and everything. Oh, I gotta be better friends with Jacob. Yeah, 
Uh, no. <laughs> not happening. Oh, well, come on. Just nope, give me $300 worth of drinks. I'm asking for is $300 worth of drinks. What's the big deal? <laughs> $300 party. Come on. Well, just, you, can't, you can't spare one more $300 party, party for your guy you, go, you co-host a Don't podcast with? party for me. Oh, fine, fine. Yay! <laughs> uh, so, by the end of the by the end of this conversation, I'll call it being nice to myself. Uh, by the end of this conversation, I have the guy out of his booth, and he is getting the sticker off of my truck, and uh, he has like sent away to get some goo gone. And I had him clean the whole window, and I would not let him leave until the window looked the way it had looked when I parked. Whoa. I Whoa. was, and I mean, I was such an asshole to this guy. That guy, I would kick him out of Fifty Shades. <laughs> I would kick you out of Fifty Shades, Jacob. You, I would get kicked out of Fifty Shades. For um, is that the end of his thing? What happened? Nope. Uh, so, so now we, now we, uh, he's They're stranded. They in know Illinois it's been towed with groceries. Yeah, I would say eat. Right? No, without they, groceries, they don't have the groceries. The groceries in were the in the truck. They, they went in, to another place. Oh. Yeah, they were in the truck that got towed. If I towed the guy, I would eat the guy's groceries. Yeah. Someone uh, should eat the food, is what I'm saying. Someone someone needs to eat that food. Please eat that food. So I'm livid, and the friend seems to be taking it very well. But I assume that he's also pretty pissed off about the whole ordeal. Uh, thanks for letting me blow off some steam. Oh, I guess that is about it. Uh, I feel much better after writing this. Hopefully uh, this gets read on the air, and I can play the episode for my friend and uh, lock in my plus one for the obelisk scheme. Hooray! Yes! Oh, good. Hey, friend, if you're listening, pay your bills. <laughs> Don't get your shit repossessed. It wasn't the friend, was it? It was the other guy. No, it was the friend. He got his, he's got his truck fun. repossessed. Oh, that's truck repossessed. I have actually had a, uh, a car repossessed. Ooh. Uh, it was definitely, I should have been paying the bill, and I was yeah. definitely living in the Virgin Islands. Oh. <laughs> I was sitting in the driveway, and I was I thought I was going to move down there and start making a bunch of money that I could start paying off and right. stuff, and I didn't. And so <laughs> and I was wrong. And that was that was incorrect. And so that uh, became my first mistake was thinking I could make money. The funny is that my all my old roommates live in a big house with, with, with you know and uh, and they had called a plumber to fix like a sink. Oh yeah. And the repossession guy showed up at the house and they were like, oh hey, come on in. And the oh re- no! The repo guy was like, what? <laughs> this is not like, how this usually works. He was like, excuse me. <laughs> And they Would just you like walked some brownies. Him. That's the thing. They walked. Yeah. Him <laughs> they walked him over to the and they start showing him the sink. And he's, he's like, like, "I uh, I'm here for the call. Yeah, I'm here to take that car away." And they go, "Oh!" And they literally were like, "Oh, well, he doesn't live here anymore either." Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just they just sent me an email like, "Hey, Matt, your car got repossessed." And while you're here, could you fix the sink? Yeah. Are you sure you can't fix the sink? Take the car. In fact, take two. We just really need the sink fixed. Yeah. Damn. Um, we are thirsty. So yeah. Uh, we did throw a my car got repossessed party on the beach that night. Fun. So I don't know if you, not a total your friend, loss. Your friend got the similar treatment or whatever. Did you ever get the car back? No. no <laughs> just stayed repossessed. Yeah, just stayed repossessed. Throw a three hundred dollar party and just make sure you stay in the place where you throw the three hundred dollar party. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, then your fu- car will get repossessed again. That's yeah. true. Fucking you and your unrepossessed faces, the stone cold creamer. Uh, P.S. I am no longer sweating that girl at work, and she is not dead. Good. Oh, good. Good nice vegan. work, bruh. Getting over a nice girl. Nice work, work, bruh. Nice work. Uh, good. That After your happy. car gets repossessed, yes. does it continue to be a credit hit? Yes. Yes. No, like, I, I know it's going to stay on your credit report that you got something repossessed, but does it keep mounting because you're still not paying for it? Uh, or after they after they repossess it, the payment's just... That you don't have to pay anything else. No, you st- no, no, no. People still try to hit you up for the money you owe. For okay. I eventually settled 
this late later on in life. Gotcha. Uh, for for what they what they what the what the kids would say pennies on the dollar. Pennies sure. on the dollar. That is what the kids it, say. Just to get it eliminated. But, yeah. Uh, it, it still cost me money. It's a right. ba- it's a bad idea, folks. It's a bad idea. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't like, seem like it'd be an easy way out. Hit and you still owe people shitloads of money. Right. Uh, from Scoop Winston. Hi, Jacob, Paul, and Matt. I've always been a bit of a reader, but lately, particularly before bed, I've been enjoying reading out loud to myself. Does anyone else do this? I find it more entertaining than television and less uh, self-indulgent than masturbation. Yours in affection, uh... Scoop Winston. No, you freak. You're a freak. You're a dirty freak. Interesting. Dirty, dirty you freak. Dirty, filthy freak. I will find sometimes if I hit a difficult portion of a book that I will go ahead and read out loud once in a while, but it's not often. Yeah, I actually I do the same if I find myself uh, really interested when I'm reading and falling asleep or right, something. Yes. Or my brain keeps drifting. Yeah, I'll if read I start to drift to a little bit, I'm like, ah, I got to get this back on track here. Um, yeah. I do find it way more self-indulgent than masturbation, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I feel like I'd rather have my dad, my parents walking in on me uh, masturbating than reading aloud. <laughs> I, I should start Agreed. a service of people who will read you books and you can fall asleep while they read you a book. What I do is I like to read erotic fiction out loud and accomplish two things at the same time. <laughs> That's the goal. Yeah. There you go. But how do you do it? Uh, you can read and masturbate. Nah, yeah, that's well, tough. Oh, you get used to it, I guess. And then eventually you can't do it the other way. Like now, when I just have regular sex, I have to have some, I have to hold a book in one of my hands. Yep. And when I regular read, I want a jacket. <laughs> like, please, if you see me reading on a plane, do not sit next to me. <laughs> it's gonna be a bad time. It's a bad. It's a bad idea. That's not mayonnaise. Um, I'm interested. So, yeah, you've asked the scoops. I'm curious if they respond. So, you can yeah. either write in or you can respond on Twitter or go to our Facebook page, facebook.com/scoops, and chime in on this, and we can reshare any responses you get to that. The reading out loud thing. I find that interesting. The I, three I, of I, us do not. No, we don't. I imagine you re- re- retain a lot more of the details reading that way. I bet you do. I would say that's probably true. Because I say things out loud to myself as a reminder if I need to remember something. So when I park somewhere, I'd be like, I'll say out loud, 3B. You parked in 3B. 3B. And that helps me remember stuff. Because now you've heard it. Yeah. Yeah. So I imagine you retain a lot more of the book. I like it. All right. We got one from Vanilla Scoop. Hey, Vanilla Scoop. What up? Greetings, you fine, funny fellows. I am so damn excited for the upcoming cavalcade of entertainment that you have lined up for us at Scoop Fest. Working on it. September 22nd, 23rd, 24th. Damn good. Uh, having attended last year's events, I have a couple of requests for you to consider. Oh, no. Customer service. No, here we go. Here it comes. Uh, could we have name tags on which we could indicate our names, scoop names, and possibly where we're from? This would greatly reduce the embarrassment I suffer from stumbling over everyone's names and forgetting who I met the previous day in my half-drunken stupor. Uh, I can't be the only one who had this issue. Uh, you were the only one that was only half-drunk. Yeah. Uh, and do you read out loud? Um, <laughs> we are planning on this. We're planning on the magic word is, I'm, I'm afraid to even say it because we haven't looked into it, but we know we want it. Yeah. Lanyard. Lanyard. Yeah. We want lanyards. Clap, 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 clap. Yeah. We want lanyards. We, and by we, I mean I, have been looking into lanyards. Okay. So Jake we are, we are digging into lanyards. lanyards. I mean, it can't be impossible. Everything has lanyards. Yeah. People, can't be a hard people produce lanyards. It's not like someone from like is gonna be like, oh shit. Yeah. Once you're in lanyards, dude, you 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 do not want to 
not want to go into lanyards. Very likely. You don't want to deal with big lanyard. You don't want to be with lanyards, man. Yeah, big lanyard. That is a that is a group that you do not want to get on. Big the lanyard, by of. the way, is my trucker name when I'm, when I'm hauling. Come back, big lanyard. <laughs> What's twenty, big lanyard? Uh, could you could the events shirts be ordered from the same company where you got the salt pork short shirts uh, with the option of ladies sizes? Uh, they are awesome, comfy shirts that fit great. And while I understand the need to keep things simple and economical last year, the uh, man shirt fits women's bodies horrible. And I can't wear mine anywhere. My husband won't even fuck me if I wear it to bed. Bullshit. I call bullshit on that. <laughs> Goodness sakes. That's that's a tough that's a tough critique right there. That's a tough critique to take, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially the pink ones. Which I wear all the time. Yeah, um, we'll try. Unless you will try, it is definitely not economical. The salt pork shirts and women's sizes is already something that we talked about phasing out. It did not. It was not that successful. But we'll see. I guess we gotta look into it. Those t-shirts in particular, I, we did want them to be a very nice quality t-shirt, and we did want the ladies to wear them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the ladies do look great wearing them. Yes, thank you. Um, well, we'll have to uh, we'll have to look into it. We'll have to look at it more and see what we can do. Yeah, yeah. It's uh it's uh all right. We'll take care of you. We're gonna we're gonna figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, thanks for considering these requests. I realize that you may be inundated with many as the dates draw near. Fucking you in the face while I clean the toilet with my Scoop Fest 16 shirt. Oh, vanilla Scoop. Oh, wow. She really that hated the way Jesus. Yeah. You that last part. You want to look into the problem less. Jeez. Oh, now you're getting an old man shirt. Please bring your toilet to Scoop Fest. <laughs> uh, we, uh, yeah, we might have to just then, we wouldn't have to maybe do color options. We did color options this year. If we eliminated color options and did a one color shirt, then it might be economical. Sounds like a plan. Well, we do. can also do, we, we, we got ideas. Yeah. We, there's, we, 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 there's ideas. We could also bring a, uh, we could have a tailor on hand. And what we could do is we could just, we could, we could, we could Every sew. t-shirt will be bespoke. <laughs> <laughs> that is our guarantee. Bespoke tees. Bespoke tees. That'd be great to have a tailor on hand to be like insane. Make your man shirt look like a woman's shirt with this guy's work. Can we get a haberdasher as well? Sure. Absolutely. Great. Well, are we gonna do hats again? Uh, we gotta figure out what kind of hat we want to do. Yeah. There you go. Lots of stuff in the world. Fedora. Works. <laughs> I'm down. Everybody gets a fedora. We all look like like a like a. <laughs> Like like a, uh, uh, a the film the, I was gonna say film noir press mm-hmm. <laughs> look like a film noir pre- press outing mm-hmm. all of our fedoras it's, where it says press in the in the in the brim of the hat we could just have a little ice cream cone well if it said scoops you would be a press that's true uh, yeah the press was known as the scoops yeah it's true oh that's true mm-hmm. it's form it fits the theme it does <laughs> it's thematic like I was coming to scoop fest until you guys decided on fedoras all right <laughs> what's the story on these fedoras huh. <laughs> What's the, scoop? What's the scoop on the scoop? The Everybody wants to know. Uh, we got one from Salty Old Bastard Scoop. Whoa. Hello, Trio Del Churnus. Yes. I won't fuck around with flattery, but instead, straight to the story. I like it. I'm a fat fuck, and as such, I use a handheld shower attachment as a makeshift bidet to clean my bunghole after I take a crap. Oh, that's some good work right there. I'm down with that. I'm totally, I'm totally um, uh, empathetic. I set the shower head to the hardest, narrowest stream that it has, <laughs> oh, Jesus. and I blast away at my back door to clean myself. <laughs> Falls pumping his fist. It works wonderfully. <laughs> yes. So much better than toilet paper. Ah, do you do this? Wait, so does he go to the bathroom and then just hop into the shower? He just does a quick and shower. Do, and just does this every time. I yeah. actually know. I know other people that have to shower after they poop. I am not opposed. Yeah, 
I, I don't know I if don't they always the use it as direct substitute. I don't right. have the luxury to do it very often, but when I when I can... The person I know does it, does it uh, in addition to. They, they still use toilet paper, but they just have to shower after they right. poop. They cannot stand sure. it. Sure. So it's... Do they do they actually have to, or they just they feel like they have compulsive to? Oh, uh, compulsive. It's a it's okay. a mental issue. Not like uh, the doctor says, "Please shower after you." Pray. Right. Please. God. Shower. Do it for humanity. Can you imagine if your doctor has to ask you to clean up your poop? Did you did you poop? Uh, I'm sure. Did that you happens. shower after you poop? Then get out. Get out. Get out. Fuck you. Get out. You better shower that poop off. Get out of the showroom. <laughs> You're out. You're out. You're out, sir. Uh, so where, where, where does it go? I said bidet. <laughs> I said bidet. <laughs> I like that. I said bidet. However, the other day, I guess I held the shower head uh, closer to my bunghole than usual, and I felt something give. Oh a no! This bit. is the, the story was enough. What is it? Where is it going? <laughs> I must admit, it was not unpleasant. So I did it a few more times. What's happening? He felt some kind of give, but uh, but showered away. I don't in his butt in the zone. In the zone, uh, I believe in the zone. Uh, then I stood up to do the uh, the butt cheek the butt cheek towel floss maneuver. <gasps> you got blood. I felt like I still needed to crap some more, so I sat back down on the toilet and let go about and let go, and about a cup or so of water came shooting out. Oh! Yep, I had given myself an accidental enema. <laughs> I did the butt cheek towel floss maneuver again, and then I got on with my day. I just Dude. wanted to share my unexpected surprise with you fellas, and can that's I, from Salty Old Bastard Scoop. Can I tell you, Accidental Enema is my favorite 80s punk band. <laughs> I have all their bootlegs. They are badass. Lower their shower setting, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's fierce. If that's at a 10, just take it down to an 8. You gotta soften the stream. Poop is not that resistant. Oh. <laughs> Poop is not that resistant to the shower. Wow. If you don't even direct stream, just yeah, go ahead and total shiss. Oh, that is uh, that is impressive. Well, things are cleaner. You know what's funny is that like then he said if he has to shower after that feeling of pooping water, it's an endless cycle. Like he might just be in the bathroom right now, just mm-hmm. in an endless hamster wheel of going. No, from... no, he said he dodged that, but he just wiped. He just used the towel after that. One, yeah, yeah. Which I would have had to get back in the shower. <laughs> I would have been paranoid in the shower. I wouldn't trust no butthole water. <laughs> I mean, he is getting his butthole really clean, though. Accidental enema. Boy, that is fascinating. Kudos. Kudos. Uh, We have one here from Mistress Scoop. And Mistress Scoop, you have a high bar to live up to here. Uh, Dear lovely men of the churn and and that lovely lass SJ, who is not in the room. No. Uh, Thank you so much for my wiener limerick. I am the female scoop living in the male-dominated household, uh, having just had my third son in November. Mm. Uh, thank you to Paul for pronouncing my name right this month. I'm glad I got it right. Uh, being married to a German is awesome. Uh, so I get to be a layman instead of a member of the Bank of Evil. Good. Uh, one more time, I may have to become an ice cream sandwich. Uh, thank you for being awesome and making me laugh my ass off in the midst of all that is going on in the world and my own world. That being said, for the most part, I live in a happy little world with my husband and three little ones. I have a short little story for you about the kids. Yes. All right. So, I have three sons, eight, four, and a newborn. Matt, you should have spaced yours out more. Uh, no I can, shit. Dude. I can feed the little one while the big one tells uh, the middle one a story. It's a self-containing system. Yeah. No, I know. 
<laughs> Aware. We know. Anyway, a bit of background. I am from Minnesota, and my husband is German. Uh, we live in the middle of Berlin, and my oldest son is in the second grade at a German school. Uh, last year, just before the summer break was about to begin, my husband walked up while my son was describing uh, what was so awesome about going to the U.S. to his teacher and some friends. In Pendulet style, some of the words used may not be exact. My son was speaking in German anyway. Uh, <laughs> teacher. So you're going to the U.S., where will you go? Son, my mom is from Minnesota, we will go there. Teacher, what kinds of things will you see? Uh, what do you like there? Son, uh, there is a great place where you can buy everything. My mom loves to go there all the time. It's called Target. <laughs> my husband was laughing his ass off. We also go to, the, to uh, Lake Superior every year. But no, my son was thrilled to talk about Target. <laughs> I, I can't wait to hear what Paul thinks about this. I feel you on the Target love. I feel I feel you 100% on Paul the Target love. Paul would much love. rather be a Target than a Great Lake. I <laughs> totally. Totally. I love. I enjoy Target. I, uh, By wife, the way, I did not add the sentence about can't wait to hear what Paul thinks about this. That's, yeah. She oh, said that's, that. Yeah. yeah I, I also, my wife hates that I count taking my kids to Target as an activity. Why? That's totally an activity. <laughs> my kids love it. They let them push the cart around. She doesn't really. I can spend like two hours with my kids in a Target. I, don't, mm-hmm. I mean, I annoy some other people, but I don't care. They, right. they, they, they we just have at it. They yeah, I go there for like two things, and it takes me like two hours because I let the kids run, run, run all crazy. There you go. I uh, hope you read this, Jacob. You were awesome, and I wish I could come to Scoop Fest, but we will only be in the U.S. in July and August this year. Uh, you should come in September, <laughs> right around the weekend of the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Change your plans completely. Scoop Fest in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Huzzah. All oh, the best from Berlin, Mistress Scoop. Oh, thank you, Mistress Scoop. Thank you. Um, I will try to continue to pronounce your name correctly. No guarantees. Yeah. I'll do my damnedest. Uh, yeah. Her name is Cat Layman. All right. Layman. I'm probably putting the wrong emphasis on that somewhere. Probably. Sure are. But layman. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, We have one here from The Scoop Knight. Scoop Knight. Greetings, you beautiful bastards. Since you recently requested folks start uh, sending in first oral stories again... I'm going to tell you the story about the first time I gave oral. Hey, nice. all right. Scoop night. I don't remember the first time I got oral, or at least I don't think I do. I was shit-faced when I lost my virginity and don't remember anything but waking up next to a naked girl and a spent condom. Uh, you got the condom on, so that's good. Uh, maybe I got head that night. Maybe I didn't. Uh, but that's not what I'm writing about. I am writing about the first time I went down on a girl. I was a late bloomer. I didn't have any girlfriends in high school or in most of my freshman year of college, but eventually the time came and I got my first girlfriend. We had been dating a little bit and only kissing when one night we happened to be at my house alone. We were hanging out early, uh, we were hanging out, and early in the evening, we got a little tired and laid down in my bed to take a nap. Upon waking, we began to make out. I rounded first base, something I had done before, and we also started dry humping, another thing we had done before. Oh, yeah. But this night... I got a little braver. I worked my hand down and did some over-the-pants rubbing. I didn't get any complaints, and she seemed to really be into it. So, I got even more brave, and I slid my fingers down inside the waistband of her pants. It was the first time I had Whoa, ever touched Donald a woman that Trump. way. What are you doing, buddy? <laughs> Grab that puss! <laughs> I will never forget putting my hand in and feeling her bush, which surprised me a bit because coming of age in the late 90s, early 2000s, almost all the porn I had ever seen to that point featured wax women. It was a monkey? I was trying to make it like a rainforest. <laughs> um, 
this is wonderful. This is the second nostalgic, uh, nostalgic sexual talk that brings you back to like fun times. Yeah. Remember how nervous you are before you ever slid your hand towards someone's uh, private area to be like, are they into it? Are they not into it? Oh my god. No, I don't. I don't remember ever being nervous. Jacob. <laughs> Trust me. You want to be a little nervous. All right. Uh, this was different from what I had expected, but in an exciting way. So we went on like that for a bit, making out, and me kind of fumbling around with my hand in her pants before you she pull out and go like, "Why aren't you shaved, weirdo? <laughs> God damn, you are hairy! What the fuck?" Uh, we went on with that like that for kind of a bit, uh, making it's like out, a palming a troll doll down there. <laughs> Do you keep a gorilla in your pants? A full-size grown gorilla? Jeez! Oh, banana! It's a gorilla. It's clearly uh, a gorilla. Yep, I'm shaved. Oh, I just have a gorilla down there. <laughs> but you're the gorilla of my dreams. <laughs> uh, we went on like that for a bit, making out and me kind of fumbling around with my hand in her pants before she finally undid them and I pulled them off. And a gun fell out. <laughs> <laughs> Bang! Ah! It was merely a flesh wound, so I continued to finger her. <laughs> no. I began to finger her, and she responded in a positive way. <laughs> Good. <laughs> that means you were indeed making out with a heterosexual. Let's uh, check, check. Digital vaginal contact from my point of view. Oh. <laughs> Finally, I went right in and began to lick her, not sideways like a typewriter, though. Oh, oh, ball drop. Learnings. She moaned and bucked her hips, and I did my best to remember all the things that I had ever read about oral sex or seen in a porn. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I, 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 I got a feeling. I have a feeling those two uh, informative things are actually reverse <laughs> priority. As we'll see. I, I imagine he went with porno learnings <laughs> yeah. first. Mm -hmm. Let's see. What was that book that I read yeah, about oral sex? I'm giving oral sex. <laughs> Step one: remove pants. Check. Check. <laughs> Teeth are a no-no. Check. <laughs> Unless she says they're a yes, yes. In which case, they're a fuck yes, yes. Dancing on the button by Lickety Split. <laughs> I probably didn't do the best job in the world since it was my first time, but she seemed to enjoy herself, or well, at least to, kind enough to pretend to. I'll never know. <laughs> and I know that I enjoyed myself as well. I don't remember how long it lasted or anything. I don't even remember uh, how it ended. But I'll, <laughs> if you don't remember how it ended, it did not end well. It did not go well. Yeah. You don't remember well, how it ended. I mean, she's like, no, all right. Really? All do you right. really want to remember the ending? What? Yes. Like a firework? <laughs> <laughs> like an animated. <laughs> Bang! A, a puff of smoke came out, and yeah. I knew I was done. <laughs> <laughs> a puff of smoke and some doves, and then David Copperfield walked out and said, You finished, sir. Well done. The she, trick she, is complete. She pulled out a trumpet and played. <laughs> And I was finished. Done! She closed her fist in front of her face, bowed a little bit, and said, and scene. <laughs> she said, pack your shit. I'm going to make a grilled cheese. <laughs> what happened? Uh, but I'll never forget all those details that I just told you. Well, unless I get Alzheimer's. Fucking you in the face, the scoop night. Scoop oh, night. Oh, is this just a straight up first oral story? How just romantic. a straight up first oral story. No. I like it. No twists, no turns. No. It, it, sometimes sex goes well for people. <laughs> oh my God. More, what? Power to, more power this, to you. This podcast would preach otherwise. This is the yeah. first. This is the first functional uh, uh, Superman we read out. I gotta say, sex. this is this is the first time I haven't flinched. 
freaked the fuck out. Yeah, we didn't yell. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Uh, and while, good times. While we're, while we're restoking scoop mail, we haven't gotten shitty jobs in a while either. We'll take either one. That's like true. Jobs. I still like, that was a fine first oral story. I don't you mind could, those at all. Oh, yeah, you could great. easily combine first oral and shitty job. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're out there. We know. And we like having you as a listener as we well. We definitely do. We appreciate you having a, having a time to listen to us. Mm-hmm. In fact, Dory, if you're that, if you're that, if you're that over it. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you, Scoops. It's time to uh, battle. Oh, it's on. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Explosion. Explosion. Uh, uh, right, guys? Yeah. We got one today from Daryl. This is the Jock vs. Nerd Psychic Clay Edition. <laughs> Dude, you were just channeling Psychic Clay. Oh, I did. And there it came out as Psychic Clay. Psychic Clay is back. Crazy. Crazy. back. Dude, this is a night, a we night have... to remember. Oh no, Poonani Moose is here too. No, that's Slurpee the Poon Poon Oh, Slurpee the Poon Ghost. Yeah. Oh, get out of here, Slurpee. <laughs> oh, now that. That's Poonani Moose. Poonani Moose. Poonani Moose. Hey. Good day, you glorious bastards. As we all know, psychics are, are are about as believable as uh, rocking horse shit and just as smart. But that doesn't mean <laughs> that we don't love the churn's resident reader of fortunes, Psychic Clay. Like all psychics, Clay is pretty much just guessing when predicting things or seeing into the future. Mm-hmm. With that in mind, I present to you Jock vs. Nerd Psychic Clay Edition. Oh, hey folks. Thanks for tuning in Psychic Clay. Oh, that's nice, Psychic Clay. <laughs> uh, the rules are pretty simple. Below is a set of five Jock questions and a set of five Nerd questions, all with a number for the answer. Mm. We have asked Clay to predict the answer. He, of course, is wrong every answer. <laughs> All you have to do is guess whether the real answer is higher or lower than Clay's prediction. Ah. Simple, right? Oh, I like this. Mm-hmm. In the event of a tie, uh, there is a bonus question uh, played by Price's Right Showcase Playoff Rules. No. Details are below. Now I hate this game. Good luck, gentlemen. That's only if there's a tie. All right. Nerd question for Matt. Okay. Question one. On the 25th of May, 1977, Star Wars opened on 43 screens across the U.S., what was the total gross amount earned in U.S. dollars? Okay. Psychic Clay's answer is $308,595,126. Is, is the real answer higher or lower than that? I'm going to guess it's the, it's dollars in those days amounts or these days amounts? Those days, I think. I'm going to guess lower. It is lower. According to Box Office Mojo, it's uh, just over $307 million. So oh, not much so lower. Psychic Clay was very close, yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, that's a that, that's a that's got to be in today's dollars, I think. I think uh, that seems like a lot. That seems it? like a lot for forty three screens. That seems insane. Is it? Well, are they taking? They're t- he's you know saying it open on forty three screens, and then is that is that the first weekend's take, or is that the total take? Because of course, open on more screens after that. Right. Psychic Clay, do you know the answer to that? No. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> Fair. Not very psychic. But he is honest. Honest psychic clay. That's what they call me. Honest psychic clay. Um, uh, question two. The yeah, Adam, okay. <laughs> the Adam West Batman TV series yes. originally ran for three seasons. Three From 1966 long to 1968. Oh. Was it only three seasons? Yes. Uh, how many total episodes did the show run for? Psychic Clay's answer, 126. Matt, higher or lower? This is for me. Yeah, this is still you. Ah, lower. It is lower. It was 120. That's still a lot of fucking episodes in three seasons. Yeah. Was it a a strip? Was it a Monday through Friday show? Uh, No, it's just back when TV was fucking heavy-duty production. 124 episodes? Because a season was a year, right? A season was like... 40 episodes a year? Yeah, 39, 39, 40 episodes, yeah. Wow. That explains the writing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a big part of it, right? They yeah. had to just churn stuff out. They put some crazy stuff in there. There's some really fun stuff. I really enjoy this. I know. Show. I want to go back and watch all of them. It's I, yeah, so I do much. Too. It's so much more fun now. They have a Blu-ray set of of all of them. They don't have it. I don't think anything just it's streams not, the old Batman. Not digital though. Not yet, yet, right? Not yeah, yet. I don't think so. But uh, I really want to watch them, though. I don't Batman, know if I want to own them. Batman the Animated Series. I own them. Batman the Animated Series, and you have the Adam West Batman. Yes. Oh, I want to borrow them. No. <laughs> Batman the Animated Series and uh, no. the Superman Animated Jacob's Series. Jacob's going to throw you a $300 party and you want to let him borrow Batman? He ain't throwing me no $300 party. <laughs> Plus, my Batman's on DVD because I don't go Blu-ray very often. I, I have I have the capability of watching DVD. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. All right, that was <laughs> Ice Cream Social. Uh, Punchy Ballet is admired by Paul and Scoops alike. What year was the very first WrestleMania? Psychic Clay's answer is 1983. And Matt, for the sake of this question, uh, lower would be before 1983 and higher would be after 1983. Oh. So it is a higher or lower number. I'm going to go higher. It is. Yeah. March 31st, 1985. Yeah. Did you know that, Paul? I know did. The date? Uh, Paul, uh, Paul, Matt is three for three right now. Yes. Uh, as I've we know, got to tune into Psychic Clay. Star Trek is inferior <laughs> to Star Wars. Still, a Star Trek question is required. The USS Enterprise, Starfleet's flagship exploration vehicle, has a registration number. What is it? Psychic Clay's answer: NC uh, NCC one eight zero one. Is that number? Is the real number higher or lower? The NCC is correct, but is the real number higher or lower than that? One eight zero one. I don't know what you're thinking about. He's getting out the calculator. Oh, I I'm good on this. But this one. question's for you, Matt. Oh, I'm an idiot. I thought it was for Paul. No, nope. it's a Star Trek question. It's a nerd question. Oh, you're right. I wasn't even paying attention. What was it? Oh shit! Is the number is the number of the Starship Enterprise's registration higher or lower than one eight zero one? Yeah, it is higher. It is lower. Oh, fuck. Oh. That's what I get for not paying attention to the question whatsoever. Yep. The, the real answer is what, Paul? 1701. It is. Uh, I'm impressed that you know that. Good job. Come on. Uh, in The Simpsons, <laughs> what was Principal Skinner's prison, uh, prison number in Vietnam? Psychic Clay's answer, <laughs> 24344. Is the real answer higher or lower, Matt? Uh, uh, higher. It is higher. 24601. 24601. It's a Les Mis reference. It really is. I Boom. Just that. Yeah. What's up, musical theater? Uh, it was also Sideshow Bob's prison number. That's funny. Yeah, that's really funny. Uh, so, 
Matt went three, three for, uh, or, sorry, four out of five. Four for five, or as the people say, three out of four. Or three out of four, yeah. Yeah. Um, Bring it, Mattingly. Jock questions for Paul. In 1993, Warren Moon was traded to the Minnesota Vikings. In his first season, he passed for how many yards? Psychic Clay's answer, 4,578 yards. More or less yards? Less yards. Lower is correct. He actually passed for 4,264 yards, which is still a great season. That's a That's fucking in, insane season. exceptional. Yeah. In that era, too. Uh, question two. In Australian rules football, go Crows. How many points is a goal worth? Second Clay's answer, five points. Higher or lower, Paul? Lower. Incorrect. It is higher. It's worth six points. What the what? Question number three. In 1916, Georgia Tech defeated Cumberland in the highest score in college football history. How many points did Georgia Tech score? Psychic Clay's answer, 194 points. Higher or lower? Lower. We've had, we've had this on the show before. It is higher. What? 222 points. Jinkies. Final score was Georgia Tech 222 to Cumberland 0. How did that happen? Uh, Georgia Tech scored a shit ton of points. Zero? And they obviously weren't very nice. <laughs> Yeah, zero. Yeah. What? Uh, well, I mean, if you're going to score 222 points, that means the other team's offense just basically never has the ball. I guess. Uh, the pole vault is considered one of 100s of useless. Of hundreds of useless. I guess it's just. I guess he just means hundreds. Hundreds yeah. of useless. Yes. He wrote out the number 100s. Sure. Uh, the pole vault is considered one of hundreds of useless sports played in the Olympics. In this, in this author's humble opinion. What is the current Olympic record for the men's pole vault? Uh, it's like Clay's answer is 6.14 meters. Oh, meters. Meters. Uh, uh, meters. Higher or lower? Higher. Lower. Ah, damn it. 6.03 meters. Ah. And finally, just for fun, question five. Basketball has been around since before Jesus was riding dinosaurs. How long is a regulation NBA court? Psychic Clay's answer, 100 feet. Uh, lower. It is lower. Uh, it is 94 feet. Mm-hmm. And just for fun, we'll do the tiebreaker question. As mentioned above, the tiebreaker will be subject to Price's Right Showcase Playoff Rules. This what? is the only reason we're doing this question, is just to make Matt mad about I'm the annoyed. rules. I already won, right? Yes. You, you have. You've won. No, I don't want to do Price's Right Rules. We're doing Price's Right Rules. No, I won. <laughs> Why can't the winner decide? Uh, because I'm... Reading. Asking the questions. Because you're reading. Yeah. Uh, there will be a dollar amount that the contestant will need to figure out. Uh, they will be given a figure that is not higher than correct, but a figure that is not, and a figure that is not lower. Oh, so you'll be given two two figures. Uh, one is not higher and one is not lower than the correct price. Uh, they will take it in turns to guess the amount with Jacob giving higher or lower clues until one person guesses the correct amount. Okay, so with no further ado, here's the question. In 2012, the original Star Wars Episode V, The Empire Strikes Back, Snowtrooper Helmet was sold. How much did the Selmet sell for? Selmet! Selmet! Including the seller's premium. The amount is between $276,000 and $277,000. All right, there's our Uh, answer. So uh, I have tossed in an Imperial credit... Uh, oh, I, I've tossed an imperial credit and came up with the emperor's head. So, Matt, you will get, you get to guess first. Uh, there are no cents in this, so it's between two hundred seventy six and two hundred seventy seven thousand dollars. Matt, what's your guess? I have to pick a number between those two. Yep, two hundred seventy six and two hundred seventy seven. Yes, but that's only cents. Two hundred seventy six thousand 
and, and two hundred seventy-seven thousand. I'm going to guess two hundred seventy-six thousand six hundred sixty-six dollars. Uh, Paul, Matt is incorrect. It's higher than that. Right. What's your guess? I'll say uh, a dollar more. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I hate fucking prices right rules. <laughs> uh, no, this isn't really prices right rules because you know uh, Matt. Uh, I get one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't really prices right <laughs> rules because it's just but... higher or lower. Uh, so Matt, it's higher than Paul's guess too. Uh, I'm gonna go one more dollar than Paul. Oh god damn it! <laughs> this will take this a while. Paul higher a dollar. <laughs> Matt higher less uh, fifty cents. <laughs> Correct. I don't know what number you guys are guessing. Yay. Uh, the number is two hundred seventy-six thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. Well, that would have been a long episode. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> long shit. Dude, I crushed you this week. I destroyed yeah. you, Jack versus Nerd. I am all, I've, I've, all Jocks Unite. It's time to take lunch money again. <laughs> Woo! We did it. Take those lunch tokens. There was actually, I found this year, more anti anti sports stuff than anti sports stuff. Yes. There's a lot more, like uh, the, the, the Jocks. Oh, have, really? Yeah, the Jocks are becoming the nerds of the world. Like, still liking sports is being so frowned upon now that. People who have diverse interests and not a lot of interest in sports yeah. voice it so much. So uh, it does. Some, it bothers me every year around Super Bowl time that people bitch about the people talking about the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Every year that just it bugs me, mainly because there are more people that don't watch the Super Bowl than watch it. Right. Like, yeah, you're so in the majority. Let them enjoy their thing. Yeah. 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 So it was interesting to see that people, people, people. That sentiment. Yeah. Was really was was prevalent in a lot of stuff. So it's interesting. Huh. It felt really. It was like it was really, really let me know that Jock as a as a thing is over. Right when people are defending it like a minority. <laughs> yeah, right. You know. Oh, sorry. Uh, thanks, guys. I hope you enjoyed this Jock versus Nerd Psychic Clay edition. We did. Thanks for all the funny go crows and fuck you and your awesome faces and that swanky scoop. Uh, uh, Psychic Clay, did you enjoy it, uh, Jock versus Nerd? I thought that the best part was when you voted with a dollar. <laughs> okay. Over and over. <laughs> Psychic Clay liked, and I disagree. I'd have liked to hear you say a dollar many times. <laughs> okay. Keep saying a dollar. Uh, one dollar. Great. Oh. One dollar. Oh. One dollar. Oh. One dollar. Oh, it takes me back to my parlor days. <laughs> I had a small bistro. And I had a crystal ball. And people would come over and get their palms reddened. Reddened. Reddened? Yeah. Like you'd make it like take a, a little red vigorous, marker. A little vigorous rubbing <laughs> on my crotchal area. You dry up your own pants with someone else. Go on, play a quick the, I 18. I take their hand and I just wipe it on my dick area <laughs> real fast. And I go, I'm redding your palm. <laughs> and I'd be like, feels like you're jacking yourself. No, and like, well, two birds. <laughs> Now that I would go to on Fremont Street, it's good. It's sure, a, my my bistro was great. You could get <laughs> bistro. Your, you could get your hand reddened. Surprised it's not a He-Man character, bistro. <laughs> he was coming. He was coming in the next season, but they stopped He's coming over and over again. <laughs> and he came all over my back. Oh, damn it, bistro! He was good though. Did he throw a sheet after and Superman that hoe? He Superman that. Oh, <laughs> palms reddened. I could also read people's feet. <laughs> the way I do that is stick it in a bowl of pudding. Oh. And then I would 
eat the pudding with no utensils. <laughs> and then you know everything about them? I You learn so much eating pudding off of people's feet in the bar. <laughs> and so telling. Especially telling if the skin reforms. Oh. If the if you wait long enough and let the skin reform around the foot, mm, then you have skin. to you have to break through the skin with your mm. tongue because you can only use your mouth hole to eat all the pudding off the bowl foot. Uh, good. Dave Sorensen posted on Twitter. Uh, did we retweet it? Oh no, we have we we, we mentioned it. Uh, it is the most disgusting table I've ever seen. It's it's uh it's it's dicks holding up a table, but the balls are tits. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's tiny dicks and tits hanging from but what? All the, all the testicles have been turned into tits, so it's all like oh god, it's all dick, ah, it's all dick tits, <laughs> dick tit. That's, that's outrageous. And what's funny is that like there's a '69 sculpture that's on top of the table, but it's clearly not a part of it, so it's just an added piece of art, <laughs> just, just bonus art. Do that. But it's this strange. Nobody wants that table. Everybody likes a little bonus art. Uh, I actually just Amazon it for the churn. Oh. Good, good. Yeah. I wish they Mount some microphones it's not on a it. mass-produced like a, item, I don't think. Uh, oh, yeah. No, that's rare. <laughs> that's rare. That's a one-of-a-kind. It that's might a... be fun to have a crazy boob dick t- table <laughs> that we have at Scoop Fest. <laughs> Just at Scoop. Carried around. Uh, we'll put one of the games on it for the gaming room. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, Play uh, Cards Against Humanity on this boob dick table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you all for, 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 for writing in. People want to go to Scoop Mail, uh, go to HeyScoops.com to write in Scoop Mail. Yep. Uh, our Twitter account is at HeyScoops. Uh, we're at Facebook.com slash HeyScoops. Pretty much HeyScoops on all of our social media. Mm-hmm. A lot of it maintained just by our listeners, so thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, go ahead and like us on Facebook if you haven't liked us on Facebook. Just do it. Do yeah. that shit. Like, we, don't, we don't pollute your, your news page. We do don't do a lot shit. of... Do we don't do a shit. like and do retweet it. if you do this, or like, I bet none of you won't finish reading this status, but if you do... So none of that bullshit happens on our Facebook page. Okay, so just... We only do that like once a day. Yeah. So, I bet none of you will finish this. I hate that so much. I was like, fuck you. I bet you all <laughs> You're hate... You're right. I bet you all hate birds. Yep. Hate them. <laughs> uh, I bet you're tired of children having we'll clean like, air. We'll be like, repost if you like... Repost if you like... Uh, Dick titty tables. Um, that I can't say we won't do that. <laughs> oh, somebody got blocked on my Facebook this week for oh. uh, environmental, uh, like animal save the animal stuff. Yeah. yeah, I agree with everything that she says, but then she goes posting uh, videos of like cows getting butchered and stuff. Uh, like, nope, not on my feed. No, get no, out. Not what I want. Nope. Unfollow or block. Block. Whoa! Lay down the hammer. Yeah. That's why she's got to get some goo and make that windshield look spotless. That's, that's right. Um, all right. I want to thank I want to thank all of you guys for listening. Honestly, thank you so much for being a listener, a subscriber. Yep. If you're not subscribing, please do. It helps. If you have a chance to go to iTunes and review us or review us on any of the uh, platforms you listen on, we'd appreciate Could it. Use some more ratings. Thank you. It always helps us out. Those five stars are the best. Uh, if you want to turn someone onto our podcast, just choose wisely. Choose yeah. one and one person only. Choose Try to get them on. Wisely. Just make them curious about our show. You know us. Check it out. I did yeah. do that while I was putting music on my uh, iTunes. I watched all the Indiana Jones movies again. You did? I did. All the way through Crystal Skull? Oh, no. Oh, no. That's not an Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> that doesn't count. All there right. are three I'm, Indiana Jones movies. I'm afraid movies. it counts, Paul. There are three Indiana Jones movies. <laughs> nope. There are there three good Indiana a, Jones there movies. There may be a fourth in production right now. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But there is one that shall not be named. Um, it's called Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That is such a not a movie. 
It is not a movie. It's not. Even, it is a parody. It's so bad. <laughs> it's a parody. It's so bad. It really does. It looks. It looks and feels like a parody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It basically looks like a really long Jimmy Kimmel bit. <laughs> Part time. Um, got to watch the Plinkett stuff on those indie films. It's great. The one he does on Crystal Skull is killer. What's that? Uh, it's a Red Letter Media review. Oh, oh yeah. so good. Oh, good. So good. Crystal Skull is a fine movie. Uh, oh, I want to thank boy. all the people who uh, who don't share Jacob's opinion on Crystal Skull, <laughs> which is everyone, uh, everyone. I want to thank uh, I want to thank uh, all the people on our social media mafia, yep. our data mafia, mm-hmm. our visual mafia, our audio mafia. Thank you for all your help. If you want to back us on uh, Patreon, we should do that. Do we have thank yous for this episode? We, we do. do. We got to thank some people here. Uh, Patreon.com slash Hey Scoops. Hey Scoops. Uh, we, one of the things we do is we send out monthly stickers, and now as of uh, this year, we're sending them out monthly, so you don't yeah. have to wait for them. So now stickers are coming out monthly. Um, it's an increased cost but uh, the way we were handling it before was annoying so yeah. there you go I'd rather pay the money and just get them out <laughs> yeah there you go uh, alright uh, Paul what do you want to do here uh, we should thank these people as uh, mm, trying to think hmm 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 oh as uh, gross furniture <laughs> Gross furniture. Yeah. All right. I want to thank Brett Cocker Table, which we've just discussed earlier. I'd like to thank Kurt Wiggins, who is a pube lamp. I want to thank Brian uh, 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 Brian Galudia, yeah. who is, of course, a uh, dingleberry ottoman. I'd like to thank Curtis Hanlon, who is an asshole light switch. I want to oh, thank I was told I had the only Brett one. Lehman, who is a uh, backwashed uh, outlet. I'd like oh. to thank Daniel Graboy's penis sink. I want to thank uh, Brian uh, Valdiviezo, who is, of course, a belly button lint kitchen chair. Oh, oh! I'd like to thank Danny Olwine, who is a vagina styled foot rack. <laughs> <laughs> you think vagina's disgusting? Uh, so uh, <laughs> when it's a foot rack, <laughs> a rack with just severed feet. Uh, mm-hmm. Pralines and dick, pralines and dick, pralines, pralines. I want to thank pralines and dick remote control. I'd like to thank Daniel F. Tallarico, armpit baby cradle. <laughs> I want to thank uh, uh, Buster Kamikaze. Um, weird white collected spittle in the corner of your oh. mouth uh, uh, painting. That's the first nice. one that's been truly disgusting. That's pretty gross. <laughs> gross. Pretty gross. Uh, Darren Shear, a earwax ottoman. <laughs> I want to thank Seawick, open can of tuna fish candle holder. <laughs> Daryl Brown, toe cheese recliner. <laughs> uh, Carmen Perry, uh, Cleaned out the wastebasket in the bathroom, but there's still uh, Q-tips on the ground that miss the waste paper basket. <laughs> Toothbrush. Uh, ah! Chris- Christine Elliser. <laughs> uh, it is a toilet bowl that looks like a person's face. Carolyn Albert. Uh, the uh, food still stuck on the plate after it gets out of the dishwasher, but you don't notice until you've already put food back on your <laughs> oh. plate. Uh, plate. Ooh, extra protein. <laughs> oh, that's rough. Where do you get your protein? Where do you get your protein? Where do I get my protein? I just, the mystery will never be solved. Uh, Christopher Buckholtz. His is a couch, but instead of uh, leather, it is made of living 
Hamsters. <laughs> uh, Charles Eaton. Dead Mouse Coffee Table. Oh. Yeah. Christopher Scalenda. A television that is just uh, the head of your first grade teacher hanging in the middle of a square. Uh, Chris Ellis. Uh, weird Odor from the Garbage Can Workbench. <laughs> Christy Salinas. Uh, this is a chair that is vegetable waste. Uh, gas man scoop uh, discovered old diapers in the garage. Ottoman. <laughs> Clifford Hughes, a hot dog nightstand. Fine, fine. No, after a week, it's not so That's fine. fine. <laughs> no, you're going to be sad with nope, the, just the fine. bugs on it. No problem. Mm. Chris S.W., how long has this Tupperware container been in the fridge? Fridge. Uh, Corey Lynn Owens, a shower stall made of pig buttholes. (laughs) And I would like to thank the following very disgusting people. (laughs) Brett Walters, Brian Cummings, Brian Rutherforth, Bruce Williams, Cameron Hall, Cameron Kiddo, Carl Reimer, Charles Jacecki, Chris Chris Baker, Chris Hall, Scoop to Malou, Junior Doc Scoop, Christopher Huff, Clayton Shoney, Dale Mulqueeny, and Dave Bogus. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. Hey, you're not really disgusting. If you want to be thanked on the air, if you want to be called disgusting names, you can go to patreoncom scoops and sign up for as little as a dollar a month to help uh, this show pay its bills or supply yep. new episodes, supply new content, and keep this little movement going. More festivals, more more events. All kinds of fun things headed your way, all because we are backed by a minority of our listeners. So please uh, join join that minority and get on heyscoops.com slash Patreon and help us out. And you really can. As little as a dollar a month. And uh, if everyone was doing a dollar a month, this would be a whole different ballgame. Absolutely. You would. We wouldn't, be, we wouldn't be kicking people out of a showroom, that's for sure. Nope. Yeah, we'd be welcoming them to stay. <laughs> much kinder. Uh, thank you all so much. It's a, a wonderful week. And of course, the, coming up this month, we'll have extra episodes since we broke our 4444 mark on Patreon on January. Thank you so much for backing yep. us. Um, we will we have more episodes for you this month. And we will see you soon. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and we will see you soon. We'll see you soon. There he is. <laughs> By the time we meet him, Dippin' Out's Jack is going to come and be like, Hey guys, how's it going? Sup? Be like... We should have him do the audio for the show. <laughs> the current guy is bad at his job. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. September 22nd, 23rd, 24th. Scoop Fest. We, the scooping. We, we talked about the goop. We have, did we talk about the goop? No, we talked about the um, the goop. No, I, I misspoke and said goop. The game room. We talked about that. Oh, we mentioned it. Yeah, we're there's going to be a game room. We're going to there's, there's a little black box theater area that we're going to take over the whole facility. So we're going to have yeah. like a little social area. Also, I'm going to encourage scoops to bring uh, DSs, 3DSs, and uh, switches, and so these nuts, can, so that we can do some uh, fun multiplayer action switch will be out in full force by september and uh, hopefully taking over the world by storm yeah nintendo is coming back 
Paul's gonna handle it. We don't know what I don't know what he's talking about, but he knows. He yeah, knows yeah. for our for our gamer folks. You guys are gonna he's gonna it. do that stuff. But board games too, it. table games, board games. Yes, board games, absolutely. Yep. We're gonna have some cards against humanity and all kind of fun stuff. And Matt and I will play some video games too, and we'll be very bad at them. Yeah, yeah. You can easily beat me at the game of your choosing. Yeah. Uh, we're also going to play a little Spin the Bottle, Seven Minutes in Heaven, and Truth or Dare. We're going to be doing a lot of that as well. It's gonna be like Lots a, of that. It's going to be like the craziest sixth grade party you've ever been to. <laughs> Seven Minutes in Heaven in a closet made of pig buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> the weird thing is we're not going to play it with any of you. It's just going to be me and Matt playing those games. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you guys are just going to watch. Oh, Jacob again. Oh! They're basically one player games in the closet full of pig buttholes. <laughs> You just kiss all over the pig buttholes. Yep. We're half out of seven minutes. Seven, any butthole you, you want. Seven minutes with all those buttholes. <laughs> Excuse us, Scoops. Matt and I have to go do a quick 18. <laughs> Keep the motor running. Yep. What's that place called? Drill Place. The Drill, drill Place. The Drill Place. It's fucking Drill Place. Stupid. <laughs> See you, Scoops.